0: Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to Heavily Scaled, a life and fitness podcast. I am your host, Gabby Bradley. How are you doing today? It is the week of Christmas. Woohoo! Get excited. Um, and this week, I'm releasing this episode a little early and I have a special guest, uh, Summit's very own Shane Kavanaugh. So, if you go to Summit and you haven't had a chance to meet Shane, Or if you don't go to Summit, uh, Shane is a coach we brought on, or we, like I make those decisions. Uh, New coach, not new, he's, anyway, Shane is a coach who uh, Joe and Jason brought on uh, at Summit, um, I don't know, a few months ago, now back in like June, July, something like that. And he's a great guy. Um, He's a great coach, great athlete, and he has some experiences and some perspectives that I knew were unique um, within our community. And so this is our conversation about his experiences and um, just sort of what he's doing. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. All right, well, thank you for joining me today, Shane.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So let's just dive right in, and why don't you tell everybody where you're from and how what you did before you took on fitness full-time.
1: Yeah, so I I grew up in a small town, Illinois. It's called Gladstone, Illinois, Um, and we had a town of about 300 people, so it was tiny. (laughs) Um, I went in high school. My high school graduating class was like 75, and the total um, total amount of people was our enrollment was like 310 or something like that oh wow and so you know a really really small high school Mm -hmm. so when you go to those it's like you kind of expected to play all you know three sports two or three sports so I grew up playing baseball basketball and football um, throughout high school four years and you know when you're doing that you're kind of build your like identity around Mm -hmm. being an athlete even though you know compared to the people that are, like, going D1 and pro. You're mm-hmm. just, like, a little little kid yeah. compared to them, you know. <laughs> um, but so I went there. All right. That's what I did growing up. And then I went to college um, in Dubuque, Iowa, called Morris okay. College, a tiny liberal arts school. Mm-hmm. Um, and about two years in, I got into CrossFit about. Okay. So what happened was I remember in the 2014 games, mm-hmm. they had um, the final workout was, like, double grace, which... Yeah is like 60 clean and jerks for Ooh. time and i watched it i was like that was my first like exposure to okay. crossfit i was like man that's really cool i wish and they're all like you know all the guys are like jacked
0: mm-hmm.
1: human beings <laughs> i was like i want to look like that so yeah. and i actually so i didn't do a workout but then for a while and then my brother asked me to do this workout
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was like a it was something stupid it was like a 20 28 minute amrap you mm. know something nowadays if you do it you're like this is taking forever or something <laughs> like that like yeah. this is never ending yeah. and it was it was like five five thrusters okay with a 95 pound bar seven hang power cleans 10 sumo deadlift high pulls and mm-hmm. I was just like I think I got like 10 or 11 rounds in 28 minutes which wow. was like I'm sure it was terrible because we yeah. were in like a Kind of like a globo gym
0: type Mm. thing, so people are probably looking at us, (laughs) like, like, "What are those people over there doing?" Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Um, So then I went back to college that year. I think it was my junior year, and
0: Mm -hmm. I tried to
1: go back to what I normally did because, you know, football or in high school days, it's like the bodybuilding, yeah, powerlifting's type stuff. And I was like, "Man, I just feel like I'm not really." working that hard
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so then I started kind of diving into more CrossFit workouts okay and everything and it just I think it was just like the feeling of getting out of breath and like kind of feeling like an athlete again that yeah. really like yeah I guess really pushed me to try to compete and everything and then I just started watching like I think every CrossFitter kind of goes through this phase especially like mm-hmm. a competitive one of just going on YouTube and watching everything that you could you could watch. <laughs> yeah. Like you see these games, athletes and yeah. stuff. And this was like 2014, 15, where it was mm-hmm. still relatively new. Yeah. Oh. Um, so then, yeah, I did that for the next couple of years. While I was in school, I I actually majored in finance.
0: Oh wow! Um, which okay. was
1: like was like the I'm doing this because it seems like a logical career choice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 2016, I graduated, and I actually went to coach at a gym in my back home okay about um 20 minutes away and you know i love that gym and it's still going today and Mm -hmm. i'm still like one of my favorite places and great gym and everything i did that for two years and then my beautiful now fiance as of a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. graduated from college and she went to nursing school in st louis okay so, from there, I um, was like, well, I have a degree in finance.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's try to go back and d- or see if we can build a career in that. And, right. Um, I worked at a, a place, a financial services firm, and I was just like in their call center,
0: mm-hmm. place
1: like taking calls and placing stock trades and everything. Yeah. So, I did that for two years. Then she got a job here mm-hmm. uh, at IU Health. Okay. And then. I was lucky enough that Joe and Jason were like, Hey, we'll give you these classes, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll have you shadow people and everything. And so I was like, man, I'm really burnt out on one being in a call center two being in the services and financial services industry. I was like, let's give this like personal training CrossFit coach, you know, career shot and just kind of like go through it and, you know, have some fun while you're and try to enjoy your work right. while you can.
0: Right. So how did you... Because um, you had visited Summit before, um, mm. before you started coaching here. Like, did you... How did you find Summit?
1: It was it was the funniest thing. So, t- I mean, it wasn't too big a deal, but... So we visited. Tia has a um, who's my fiance mm-hmm. has a sister that w- went to school here for her nursing degree. Oh, okay. And it was literally like we visited her, and I knew I wanted to drop into a place, so I just googled CrossFit gyms yeah. nearby, awesome. and Summit was like a mile away or something oh, like that, or two so miles fun. away. so fun! Okay, yeah, so I just That's... came in, and um, I think the first day Joe was like, it was. I couldn't make it to the 9 a.m. because we actually didn't get in until, like, midnight Mm because you lose an hour going east. And um, I came in, and Joe's like, yeah, you can just just sign this waiver. You can do a workout with me. I think I did a workout with Joe and Katie, and that was the first time. And then whenever we came to visit, I always just, like, made it a point to come back here because, like,
0: the people
1: are here are also nice and great people.
0: Oh, well, that's good. I was actually always just, like, I thought about that. I never knew how you found mm-hmm. Summit, but I knew you had dropped in sometime. So I didn't know if there was like mm-hmm. a relationship there that I just wasn't aware of. But it's fun that you randomly, yeah. <laughs> like Google found us and now you are working here and coaching here. So tell me just a little bit then, What has the, how's that transition been from your corporate-ish job, mm-hmm. right, um, to now trying to get into the... The fitness world full time.
1: It's definitely challenging. Just and this because, year of all years yeah. makes it
0: probably even worse. Right, right,
1: and it's definitely challenging because like you go from having steady hours and a mm-hmm. steady paycheck, and um, the, you know the nice thing is like I know I'm going to be working from eight thirty to five, and then yeah. after that on Friday I'm clocked out for the weekend. Mm-hmm. But it was like kind of just like working for the weekend. But now like it's challenging because you know when you do personal training or do coaching you've got pretty different hours like Mm -hmm. generally up fairly early and then you stay pretty late because you have to work around other people's schedules but it's it's good it's like you know every every time I'm coaching and stuff like some days obviously it's like you know I'm just tired I want to go home but Mm -hmm. it never really feels like work Mm
0: -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. so it's
1: something where I'm like I don't mind staying a little bit late because like looking back I'm like this is way better than what I've been doing but you know it's like you still have to build up your client base mm-hmm. and everything to, to make a living.
0: Yeah, you know? absolutely. So have you, um, been able to do that some, I know this year mm-hmm. COVID has made things hard, but like, you know, how do people, we'll go ahead and just plug you now. Like how have you been able to build that?
1: Yeah. So I, I have a few in-person clients, mm-hmm. um, a couple that are just like online. Like I kind of just write up, a. Uh, CrossFit type esque blog. Mm -hmm. Um I have some people that follow a traditional bodybuilding program online and and everything. Um you know, it it really depends on what the people are wanting. So I I'm always gonna recommend like let's do one on one Mm -hmm. personal training. But, you know, financial financially and time wise, that's not always the most feasible thing. Um so I have a bunch of different options out there where it's like You know, we have a Facebook group that helps keep you accountable, so Mm -hmm. you make sure in our CrossFit blog type thing or the bodybuilding, they can always shoot me a question or ask what exactly this movement is we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and the programs are fairly well or pretty well thought out. So Mm -hmm. that way there's, you know, there's certain goals and certain kind of progressions that we're actually trying to hit. I'm not just going to throw you, you know, let's do bench press today. Mm -hmm. 10 sets of 10 and that's all you're doing. It's yeah. like, you know, there's a there's a certain amount of sets we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. We're trying to actually progress this lift. Things yeah. like that. So awesome. I, that's with my online people a little that's bit. That's great. And then I have a couple in person that are, you know, have different goals mm-hmm. than some other people. And it's just, it's it's easier for them because you can kind of see like, they want to be able to do this. Okay, we yeah. can do this. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad that it's mm-hmm. like, because you just made that change this year. Because you mm-hmm. just moved back to Indianapolis. Well, moved back. You guys just moved to Indianapolis this year, Ye- like uh, m-
1: June. Like June. So in June the middle of COVID, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Luckily, when we moved, like gyms were open again. Like, yeah, it would have been rough. Like if it was. You know, in Saint, the the week actually that we moved from St. Louis, the gym just start, opened up again. Okay. So it had been like, I think like eight weeks yeah, or something. So moving without that would have been like tough.
0: Yeah. You know? Like what do we do? Yeah. How do I justify almost this uh-huh. like shift of like career change mm-hmm. and everything? So, well, I'm glad that it's worked out and I'll, mm-hmm. we'll make sure that we link like to your Instagram and yeah. all that stuff. All so right. that if people want to reach out to you, um, they definitely can because you're a great coach but you've also done some competitions. I mean, no big deal. I've done one competition. <laughs> I did come in first place in the scale division. No big deal. So, you know, no big <laughs> deal. No, I'm just kidding. But um, tell, tell us a little bit about, like, your... the competitions that you've done. Because you've sort of competed mm-hmm. on sort of a larger scale than just, like, a little, like, local fundraiser
1: right. competition.
0: So tell us about that.
1: Right. So... Um I, I like to compete. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that it gives me a reason to train, you know, mm-hmm. rather than just like, oh, I just want to make sure I get to the gym. It's like I have to get to the gym mm-hmm. because I want to train. Um, but some of the competitions I've done, I've done, um, so Granite Games, which is set in Minnesota. That's a okay. fairly big one. But yeah. I, I just went on a team and everything. So it was like a team of three competition. Um, I've done Wadapalooza, which is in Miami. Mm-hmm. And for that, it was an individual, uh, not quite the elite, like where you see, you know, games athletes mm-hmm. going to, but, um, it was in their intermediate division where you still had to qualify, but it wasn't like, yeah. you know, if I wasn't going up against like, I don't know, like Patrick Vellner, yeah. you know, <laughs> perennial <laughs> games athletes that are just massive. Yeah. You know? Um, and then I, The most recent one, it's been a while, but, um, I went to, uh, the Dakota games, which is in Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. And that was in their elite division, which I want to say they probably had like somewhere around 500 athletes in terms of like between the elite skilled, you know, Mm -hmm. teams and everything. Wow. That was another one that I did and that was a lot of fun. And so it gives a wide range of things Mm -hmm. to do and kind of just like, uh, gives me a reason to train. Yeah. Like what I, why I really enjoy it. Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit about the difference in like mindset and preparation from a, like an individual Mm -hmm. versus being on a team.
1: So I think teams are a lot less stressful obviously because you like you do workouts and it's team workouts are kind of harder to structure than individual Mm -hmm. because You have to have it so every person at least does something. Right. And you also just have other people there Mm. where they can pick up your slack Mm -hmm. a little bit. Like if there's a, a, in the Granite Games, for instance, there's like a 150 pound sandbag and we had to do carries with it. Mm. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm a smaller guy, so Mm. I struggled with carrying it, but I had teammates that could actually like help shoulder it a little Mm -hmm. bit and maybe pick up on that. And then I can try to, you know, pick up on what I'm strong at. Yeah. Whereas an individual, it's like you don't really have. You're just there. You know. Yeah. You have to you, whether you're slow on mm-hmm. this, you're slow on the rower. You know. I. You don't have anybody else that can help pick up some of the slack. Mm-hmm. So teams are. I think teams are more fun. Mm-hmm. Just like in terms of like actual enjoyment. But yeah. individual. I, I. prefer individual just because I like trying to push myself in yeah. that way. Yeah. And everything. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. I think I'm probably more prone at least these days to like again just like a fundraiser Mm -hmm. um you know sort of competition Mm -hmm. more likely to sign up if my friends are doing it Mm -hmm. too um you know just for instance the I don't even know what it's called right now um the strength in our streets right like I did that because Mm -hmm. my friends were doing it and so I was sort of dreading that day but then um It was like so much fun once Mm -hmm. we actually all got here and we all did it. So, um, that's really cool. So tell me then, because you are, you wear two hats, you're a coach, but you're also an athlete. So what are your thoughts on, or how do you shift gears between seeing CrossFit as a sport, like when you come in here and you train for yourself and for a competition, versus when you're a coach and now you have to look at CrossFit through the lens of is the fitness program. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a lot of different things that kind of go into that. Like generally as a competitor, you know, you're going to be putting yourself into a lot of more. I guess not necessarily good for long term health situations like Mm -hmm. doing, for instance, like building up in weight to like say like you're doing squat snatches or Mm -hmm. a full snatch. Uh, You know, I wouldn't say to a regular competitor like, hey, you need to like just get these lifts and Mm -hmm. don't worry about technique or anything. And just kind of, you have to do it because that's part of the workout or part of the structure, Um, which you still have to obviously worry about it as a competitor to Mm -hmm. stay healthy long term. But it's not like you have to do this. Um, Like there's a workout like that's um, Randy as a hero one, and it's called it's 75 power snatches for time. Okay. And if it's like the difference is a competitor, it's like you've got to try to hold on for as long as you can, Mm -hmm. whereas like a person in kind of, uh, just doing it for your health, they probably shouldn't be doing 75 power snatches, Yeah, <laughs> you know, just cause it's n- probably yeah. not going to be good for their yeah. joints and sho- you know, mm-hmm. shoulders and everything. Um, and it's, a lot of it is also just like mindset, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, um, if you're a person that's just trying to work out and have some fun, like if you miss a day, it's like not a huge deal. Obviously mm-hmm. you don't want to make that a habit, mm-hmm. but it's like, you have to, or, um, you you can afford to miss a day or you can afford to come in and be like, man, I'm really sore.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I'll just tell the cl- client, I'm like, okay, just, just go a little bit easier today, stay lighter, mm-hmm. everything like that. Whereas a competitor, you know, you you can't really afford to miss a session mm. just because like it's it's not going to, that one session is obviously not going to destroy everything. But if you make right. that, you know, every week you miss, you know, you're doing two sessions a day mm-hmm. and you're missing one of those, like... When it gets to your next competition, say I'm missing some rowing intervals, like, and there's a row workout, like Mm -hmm. those intervals would have helped me kind of push a little bit more, at least put up a better score. Right. So like you can, it's a lot of mindset, I think in -hmm. terms of, you know, regular athletes, you don't have to go hard Mm -hmm. all the time. Whereas a competitor, it's like, you've got to give your all every session, you know?
0: Right. How do you prepare for competitions?
1: Um, so it really depends. Usually it's like, I ha- I have my, you know, own coach program that I follow. Okay. So he, it's, it's helped to, or nice to have someone that can objectively mm-hmm. give you information yeah. and like give you structure. So right. you, you know what you're, you're working on your weaknesses
0: mm-hmm.
1: and everything. But it really depends like going into it. If I've got a couple of weeks to, I think I'll usually train pretty hard up to that weekend and then. Mm-hmm the week up to that competition will be, like, a slight tapering week mm-hmm. where you just decrease the volume and kind of do more, just get, like, touches on specific movements yeah. that, like, if they've released a workout, it's like, well, I've got to work on just, like, cycling some snatches and muscle-ups mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So generally that's what I prepare, and I try not to stress about it just because mm-hmm. that added stress isn't going to make you any better, but right. it's also, like, hard not to mm-hmm. a little bit, just get those kind of, like, pregame jitters Mm -hmm. and everything.
0: Absolutely. Would you ever want to potentially coach someone who wants to compete or do you want to stay like in general fitness?
1: I like, I actually like coaching competitors a lot, um, just because, you know, one, I'll, I've kind of see from their point of view, like what they're trying to build. Mm -hmm. Um, and you get to work on those more complex things. You know, if I have someone who's trying to compete, in an RX competition and, you know, they can only do one muscle up. It's like, there's (laughs) a workout with 50 or like 15, 30 of them. So it's like, I like structuring the program to help Mm -hmm. them with that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a lot more attention, I Mm -hmm. think just because the general fitness, like I think Joe and Jason do such a good job because they're like, you know, we're going to give you movements that you need to work on. But Mm -hmm. if you're not moving well enough, like you probably shouldn't you know, we need to scale back. Yeah. Or anything. Whereas like, I, I enjoy coaching competitors, but it's a little less like, uh, I don't want to say stressful, but definitely less like focus on each session, mm-hmm. I guess I would say.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, well, that's good to know because I mean, just seeing like full picture, like mm-hmm. where you want to go and what you hope to build. Um, so, tell us, what is your favorite lift or workout?
1: Um, my favorite, like, lift mm-hmm. is definitely, like, a just, I just love to, like, snatch okay. bar overhead. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as exhausting <laughs> as a clean and <laughs> jerk, you know. A clean and jerk, it's like, you gotta squat clean it, mm-hmm. and then you gotta get set and go overhead, mm-hmm. whereas the snatch, you just kind of one fluid motion, and when yeah. you, you know, you've done it, it's like, when it feels good, it, like, feels really good. Oh, yeah. Um I'd say my favorite workout though is um it's called Amanda it's 975
0: mm-hmm.
1: of muscle ups and squat cl- or squat snatches and okay. at 135 and 95 I like that one just cause I like doing muscle ups and I like doing <laughs> snatches. So okay. as long as it's not like a row or yeah. a bike or wall balls, I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty good with it. You know,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually not surprised by that at all. You probably don't know this, but, or you probably don't remember if we told you, but, um, when we were doing the strength in our streets workout and we were like warming up and, um, cause you did grace, right? No, or not isa- grace. Isabel, you did, um, think, you did Isabel, yeah. right? I had to do Isabel too. And I remember watching you warm up for that. And I was just like, why am I even here? I mean, (laughs) even though, like, you know, like you were performing for the guys and I was performing for the girls, I was just like, well, he looks very prepared and I look nowhere near prepared what I should be for getting ready to do 30 snatches. Um, And I remember you were ahead, like the guys were ahead of us. And so I got to watch you do your snatches. And I had a strategy and I was like, you know what? I'm scaling the weight, so mm-hmm. let me just try Shane's strategy. Mm-hmm. I think you did, like, at least the first 10 unbroken, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that, too. And then I was like, that was a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> decision, Gap. Like, you are not Shane, not Shane at all. And then it doesn't surprise me that you like bar muscle-ups because you did that one finisher at the mm-hmm. end of that. And I don't think I'd ever – I mean, it doesn't surprise me that you could do them, but – Oh, um, to see you do, what did you do? Like twenty something?
1: Uh, I think it was like twenty seven. Yeah. But like yeah. at the end, like I just like couldn't feel like my hands. Oh yeah, I bet. Like I mean, I place. think if
0: that had been the first thing you had done, I'm sure you could have done a couple of more reps for sure. But I remember we were just some of us. I don't know who I was standing next to. We were just like, is he <laughs> like is he gonna stop or no, <laughs> it was that, no we were impressed. <laughs>
1: that that competition was a lot of fun. It wasn't like you take it too serious. Oh, you're yeah, just no. having fun and everybody like put in their best effort and it was just like yeah let's just do a workout and then rest a little bit and let's do another yeah. workout you know
0: I think um the first yeah it was definitely less stressful doing it in your own gym when you're there in person and you can like see other people and you're like you know different judges and you mm-hmm. know the judges are all just volunteers mm-hmm. it does get a little competitive where people are like that's a no rep that's oh, a no rep gosh. sort of thing um Hey, our team was guilty of calling people out too, just cause yeah. you see differences, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah. With those like, uh, man, some people are really hard on their judges. I'm yeah. just like, if you tell me it's a no rep, like I'll, I believe you. Like, yes. I generally, I think generally most people know, you mm-hmm. know, it's a no rep. Oh yeah. And I'm like, these people are just here to yeah. volunteer. They're just you know, here to help. They're not getting help. paid or anything. Nope. They're just doing this. <laughs> I know I wouldn't want to do it, you Yeah. know, on my nope. own time. So mm-hmm. I generally try not to be, you know, kind of a jerk. To yeah. the judges or anything.
0: Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. So wait, I said favorite, least favorite.
1: Least favorite. Is it favorite. rowing? Oh, man.
0: <laughs> if you, you said them sort of.
1: I remember the strength in our streets. Joe was like, you're doing a 2K. 2K row. And I'm like, oh my God. That's... And he did it too, which is fair. And Joe's mm-hmm. if you know him, he's like a really good rower. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, I'm not going to go that hard on this because <laughs> there's been a 2K where I was like, I thought I was like going to puke mm-hmm. after. That. So that far and away, 2K row or heavy, like 30-pound wall balls, mm-hmm. both of those I'm just like,
0: I could, do with, I
1: could do without them. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Joe went way too hard on that row. I remember oh that gosh. he was like laying on the floor for like 10 minutes afterwards. And we were all like, Katie, what happened to your husband? And yeah, wobble. I don't know. I used to be good at them. I think. And then something happened and now I like hate, I, s- I definitely cherry pick those workouts. Yeah,
1: I swear like some movements, no matter how much you do them, like you get progressively worse yeah. at them. Like yeah. I was like, I used to be like, man, double unders are so easy. And now mm-hmm. that I'm doing it, like I'm just getting worse and worse <laughs> at them, you know, no matter how many I do.
0: Well, I haven't lost that one yet, but the wall balls, I definitely have. I mm-hmm. mean, I think I can maybe do like five in a row and I'm like gassed. <laughs> um, okay. Well... Anything else you want to say to the people? Any, like, how can people find you if they want to, like, work with you?
1: Yeah, so um, people can find me. I'm on Instagram. Uh, my handle is uh, Shane Cavanaugh and the number three, all lowercase, and mm-hmm. everything. Um, you can email me. You know, I, might, I believe it's on the website, Summit's website. Okay. Shoot Summit a uh, message and then they can email me and everything. Yeah. But no, I didn't have anything else. How's uh How's the COVID season, Christmas season, been going on for you and everything, Abby?
0: Oh boy. Um, well, we're staying here this year, which mm-hmm. is different. We usually travel, so I'm, yeah, just uh, you know, it'll be it'll be different, but uh-huh. um, you know, it's okay. Uh, it is what it is. I'm just trying to roll with that punch yeah. and take it as it comes. How about yeah. you and the fiance? You guys got plans? Uh,
1: she's working all Christmas. Oh uh, um, weekend. So the 25th, 26th, 27th. So wow. no, no, nothing crazy. We'll have it on Christmas Eve, but you yeah. know, it's, it's kind of nice not to have to worry about travel, but it's yeah. also like you kind of bored of just sitting in your apartment or house mm-hmm. every single day, you know? Yeah.
0: And I'm That's not like
1: chance. somebody that I'm very like, oh, I'd rather just chill mm-hmm. and go and do something. But even like, especially mid COVID or like pre quarantine, you know, we were living in St. Louis in like a tiny studio apartment, mm-hmm. and we we're just like, oh man, we're just so burnt out. On <laughs> we're having a workout in the in the apartment today, yeah. And then we spent all day. I was working from home, mm-hmm. and so it was just like so. I was so burnt out by yeah. that point that it was like, it's good that gyms are open up back up again. So hopefully, yeah. Hopefully now that everything's open back up, it'll stay that way. With the vaccine, obviously it's not coming out for a while for Mm -hmm. the public, but Mm
0: -hmm.
1: hopefully it gets somewhat remote or somewhat better in terms of the cases.
0: Something about having to like be forced almost to stay home Mm -hmm. makes it worse for me. I'd Mm -hmm. almost didn't want to travel this year, honestly, like after last Christmas, but now that, like, COVID has sort of said, no, you can't travel, I'm like, but I want to. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and we we uh, visited our families last weekend. Okay. Um, And I didn't realize that, like, all the businesses in Illinois are, like, they, like you can't eat indoors again. Mm-hmm. So I remember we stopped at, like, a Chick-fil-A <laughs> on the way back. And it was, <laughs> I went up and, like, started ordering. And they are just, like no actually you can't order in here you oh. have to go through the drive So yeah. i was like okay i feel really embarrassed
0: but yeah it was it's, a funny story uh, it happens yeah. it's okay yeah well shane thank you so much for coming on and in talking with us and just sharing a little bit about your story i'm sure everyone would love to hear it so we well, really hope appreciate so. it uh,
1: thanks for having me Gabby. <laughs> no appreciate problem
0: it. yep <laughs> All right. I want to thank Shane again for hopping on today's episode and just talking to me a little bit about his journey and where he is going. Again, if you want to work with Shane and I highly recommend you do, uh, whether in a one-on-one setting or in a class setting, uh, feel free to reach out to him. I will link his handle in the show notes. You can reach out to me or you can reach out to Summit. Um, Go to the website, summitfitness.io and just request Shane. Uh, And from both of us, Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.